recording by myself while Christina is peeing. Just heard the toilet flush, so should be pretty soon now. Let's see if she washes her hands. I mean, either she's adjusting her penis or <laughs> she's washing her hands. Tucker agrees. Don't tell her we had this conversation. Okay, bye. Are you already recording? Yeah. Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod. Why are you saying it like that? I've been recording for four minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod. We have a spooky episode for you today. Yes. Welcome to October. Lisa doesn't like Halloween like I do, but apparently in the islands we don't celebrate it. I was home last year. But I love creepy things and I love true crime things. Right, I and love... that's Halloween-y. Yeah, I guess. What? I don't like horror movies. So, I like. I think I like the children's part of hocus pocus and trick or treating, dressing up. Really dressing up. It's really just about dressing up. I like it. Anyway, so here's a spooky story for you. No. Okay, come on. A perfect wedding was a dream of this 26-year-old woman named Alex, and she eventually had a great wedding, but something disastrous happened. The couple had their wedding in a backyard just near their farmhouse. During the reception, they decided to play hide-and-seek so the kids could also enjoy the party. Oh, yeah. Everyone was determined to win the game, especially the bride. No one noticed that the bride entered the old farmhouse. Everyone was already out except for the bride. Without knowing anything, her husband just told the guests that her, his bride must have went home already, so the party ended. When the groom reached home, he wasn't able to find his bride. A report for missing persons was established, but they never found her. After a few years, when the missing bride's father went to the farmhouse, he found an old chest. He was shocked by what he saw. Her daughter's, his daughter's decaying corpse was in there. And the bride, as the bride entered the old chest to hide herself, the chest closed involuntarily and she was trapped. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I have that story. Can you imagine? No, that's terrible. She like stuffed herself into a chest and everybody assumed she went home and she died. I know, that's terrible. That is horrible. So, I searched for creepy wedding. I searched creepy wedding. And yeah. this is what I got. Okay. So, it's not really on par, but it's... I remember that I wanted to still tell you. Anyway. My brother has always been a weirdo. Never had any friends at school. Was always running around working during the summer. I actually don't think he had a single friend at all when he was younger. He's adopted, and we really never got along that much. He always had stupid hobbies like camping and shooting guns. <laughs> well, apparently whatever he does for work was good money because he skipped college and moved up to Idaho when he turned 21. I went with my mom to visit him. It kind of sounds like he's just pissed off that his brother's doing better than him. I went with my mom to visit him once. It's literally a scene out of a horror movie. <laughs> He built a cabin, and there are old rusty trucks everywhere that he works on and spews smoke everywhere. Chickens making noises. 
The road, the road isn't even paved. It's just dirt and some gravel. <laughs> it's crazy. Trust me, you would have to be there. Where did this person grow up? Because that's a normal yard for yeah, me. My house looks like that. <laughs> that. You could have described every home I've lived in. Well, when we were there visiting, he was babysitting these three kids of his neighbors. The oldest girl was 16, I think, then. It was kind of weird, but he seemed to be doing a good job, as one would expect. But it was just weird. Well, a few months ago, we got an invitation to his wedding in the mail. And he is marrying the same girl. What? She's 18 or 19 now. Keep in mind, my brother is 24. That's four. Yeah. That's five or six years. So he was babysitting her. That is a little weird. But also, when you're babysitting a 16-year-old, you're not babysitting a 16-year-old. The 16-year-old is just there. Existing. What? Tucker, we're recording a podcast right now. Can you please shut up? It was kind of weird, but he just... Oh, wait. Okay, so... Okay. So keep in mind, my brother is 24. Much to my dismay, Mom made me go up there and celebrate. Now, to his credit, he cleaned the place up a bit. The cabin is nicer, and you could actually probably live in it. But he still drives this old rusty truck that is so loud it is deafening to stand too close to and you can smell it from a mile away again <laughs> loud trucks are the thing think, yeah. and smelling it is just happening and what? rusty like people like rust you just did that in the calendar I mean, in the thing tucker's growling he doesn't like the spooky stories i guess but damn, let me tell you this wedding was weird. First off, the whole thing was in Russian or something. My brother was adopted from there or something, but he never was, quote, Russian. Wow. It was super long and a lot of talking. They kept passing the rings around and stuff like that. And apparently they are some sort of weird culty Christians now. Like <laughs> the really creepy conservative type. This guy is such a wow. dick. The wedding was on his land in a field, which was also weird. Like, it was just a normal field, and they set up chairs, and this altar that looks like someone hammered it together last night. What? First of all, tell me what a normal field is. Like, are, are we going? Where, where are the abnormal fields that we're allowed to have weddings in? Fields are really great places for weddings. Right. So everyone was nice and all, but it's like nobody cared that my 24-year-old brother was marrying this girl who is younger than I am. Even my mom didn't seem to care. I kept my mouth shut until the dinner afterwards where I may or may not have accidentally drank too much of this weird homemade blackberry wine <laughs> and I just couldn't hold it anymore. So I guess I started screaming about how weird the whole thing was like I was in an episode of the Twilight Zone oh where God. nobody but me noticed something was off. Anyway, my mom is angry at me and won't talk to me. Apparently they had to carry me to the car. My mom drove us home early. Apparently... I mean... So you got drunk at a wedding and now you want to make an excuse as to why that happened. Yeah, also none of those things are weird. No. No, it's not. So maybe I should have saved that non-horror story until the end so that we could laugh about me not paying attention to the directions. So a chief gravedigger in a cemetery noticed something in a grave. It was like it. there was... 
It was like, it was there. Shut. It looked like it was newly dug, so we decided to gather his men and dug the grave. They were shocked to see a woman wearing a wedding dress and all the other wedding garments. The dead woman featured a sign of struggle, and it is said that she was buried alive. People that visit the graveyard say that they have seen the side of the woman wearing a wedding dress. She was following anyone who passed by crying to take her with them. The chief grave giver was not convinced until he saw it for himself. As he was strolling in the cemetery, he heard the woman saying, Take me with you. I don't deserve to die. When he turned his head in the direction of the voice, he saw a woman sitting on her freshly dug grave with a decayed face, and her fingers were all twisted in her hair. Then she spoke again, Take me back with you. The chief grave digger ran as fast as he could and was never able to return to his work again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I started to read that one, but didn't finish it. I don't know why I didn't. <clears throat> A bride-to-be has revealed how she's selling her haunted wedding dress after a string of eerie occurrences around her home. The unidentified U.S. woman said she found the vintage dress in an abandoned old gold rush town while hiking and took it home determined to wear it to her upcoming nuptials. She says, While my fiancé and I were hiking through a small town between Fairfax and Car... Carbonado, Washington, we came across an old gold rush town that was completely abandoned. Needless to say, our curiosity got the best of us and we started to explore the ruins of this ghost town. In one of the rundown remnants of a small cottage we shimmied up into, I came across this dress. It was so gorgeous, I froze at the side of it. Let me just tell you, I couldn't look at the picture of it. Why? I just couldn't. Oh, huh. It was, I just couldn't look at it. It was pretty, but I had to scroll past it. I couldn't scroll back up to it. If I'm being completely honest, it scared the crap out of me all at the same time, but something about its ethereal beauty just begged me to bring it home with me. But um, afterwards, things at home would never be the same. After a week of having the dress, we noticed my cat beginning to hide underneath the bed almost all day while she normally spent the day on us or her windowsill. Then things started moving around the house. First, small things like socks and my closet door being open in the morning when I specifically remember closing it before bed. Then my cat's food tray would get thrown at such a velocity it would knock things off of the shelf hung on the walls when it strikes. This happened relentlessly. And then came the smell of rotten eggs and fire that would fill our bedroom night after night. Then flies started to pile up against my back windows and swarm around my front door. Oh my god. Attempts to bless the bride's dress and home with holy water only intensified the activity. What? Doors slamming, lights turning on and off, candles being blown out and still air, footsteps all over my apartment, and heavy anguish sighs so close to my ears I could feel the breath of whomever it came from. She, uh, during the two months that, oh, so she gave it to her future mother-in-law for cleaning and tailoring. During those two months that the mother-in-law had it, it was complete peace. No more tension in the room. No more arguing between me and my partner. (laughs) No more objects moving or footsteps. And my cat was back to her affectionate and playful self. She never got it, um... Oh, the mother-in-law never got it dry cleaned and begged me not to get married in this dress because of the energy surrounding it. And I hadn't even told her about what was going on at home because up until that point, I hadn't even connected the two. Oh, my God. So her mother-in-law was like, nah. Anyway. 
True love just moves mysteriously. On December 31st, 1918, Les Brown Jr. and Helen were both born. Because of their different statuses in life, their families were against them, but it didn't hinder their love. They eloped when they were 18 years old. They bought a house in Southern California and raised their family. Years passed, and Helen had stomach cancer while Les had Parkinson's disease. His wife, Helen, died on the morning of July 13th, and Les died in the afternoon. Aww. <laughs> That's so sad, but also so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> they loved each other so much. Not saying, though, that if you don't die when your spouse no, dies, no, you no, don't no. love them. But they were also born at the same day. On really? The same day. Wow. Yeah. Okay, this is a story about my 2005 wedding and my husband's Mary Kay aunt. The night was coming to an end, and it was time for our big send-off. The coordinator had herded all the guests outside, um, close to 250 people, to cheer and throw rose petals as we left the venue and got into the limo. It was a big photo op moment, and the photographer was there to catch the whole thing. So you guys know about the, the send-offs. These are important pictures to get. Yeah. We came through the door and it was all going as planned. Just as we were about to get into the limo, my husband's aunt burst through the line and blocked us from the limo. She asked everyone to be quiet for a minute and goes to hand me a gift bag. She was like, here's a little Mary Kay gift for you to use on your honeymoon. My card is in there for when you want to restock. (laughs) And then she gave a gross wink. She went... To hand it to me and was like, no way, I'll put it in the limo for you. Then proceeded to open the limo door and climb in to put the bag on the seat. Then she got out and walked off like nothing had happened. (laughs) Mary Kay lady ruins the day. Wow. (laughs) So this lady said, when I was about 10, so I was at a pretty low-key wedding, maybe 35 or people people there there was a kid who asked me to dance about four or five times but he was a teenager and i was still in my awkward phase i might add i have a decent sense of character even at that age and this kid sketched me out so i kept turning him down my mom finally caught on and told me i should dance with him against my will i finally did fast forward five years he made the front page of the local newspaper killed both of his parents buried them in a shallow grave and tried to run to canada with his girlfriend after using their credit card to buy her a ring I danced with a murderer. <laughs> Trust your gut. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Okay, this next one I'm going to tell you about, I think I want to do a whole episode on. Okay. And I, I, you've had some of my stories, so I think you may have read it too. Chinese ghost weddings. I've seen that. I didn't look into it, but that is because I was thinking we could do a whole episode because it's weird. Yeah, I almost didn't put this one on here, but I wanted to talk about it, and then we can go more into it later. In China, ghost weddings are widely practiced despite the fact that the government made it illegal ever since uh, the 1960s. But there are still families who follow this tradition, believing that when a man dies without getting married, his soul will haunt and follow his living relatives, which will cause disturbance and and bad luck. Because of that, the relatives should find a bride for the unmarried dead man, but take note, it's not just an ordinary bride, but also a dead unmarried bride. Because of this sad tradition, many... Grave robbers were put to jail, but the custom remained, but was removed to the black market. You can buy a dead single woman corpse for $7,000 each. 
Isn't that weird? The people that have yeah. this culture close them. No offense, because I don't understand it, but I would like to look into it. I did see that, and I've seen pictures, too. It's weird. Yeah. It is weird. <clears throat> but it's interesting. Yes, yes, And it's Halloween time, so. Well, is this interesting? Heard about a strange ceremony. Of course, we know this is, it's people do it. That involved releasing of, hundred white, of hundreds of white doves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when the doves are released... These birds of prey swoop down from the mm. fells or woodlands and wherever they live and started eating the doves. <laughs> yeah, this is just one reason why you shouldn't put animals in the ceremony. I could just, I could actually see the mayhem in my, in my brain. Is <laughs> you have another one, or did you? Oh, I have okay. several more. I only have one more. Don't use animals, people. Just don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe walk your dog down the aisle, but literally nothing else. No cats, no nothing. Just a dog. That's it. I one. wouldn't even do the dog, but people do. Only so. one. And you're still running the risk of your dog stopping and shitting in the middle of the aisle. Which, depending on what kind of couple you are, you might think that's funny. Yeah. Okay, this one's called The Missing Bride. Okay, never mind. You already read that one. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, this one is called oh this is my last one Okay, a happy wedding that became a nightmare Amit and Reno were getting married in a big mansion they hired it just for their perfect wedding on the night of their wedding everyone was woken up by the screams of Reno's father it's as if his father was fighting into something that no one could see. The room of Rena's father was all dark and the door could not be open even with the help of ten people. They were really scared with what was happening to his father, so they broke the window and inserted a flashlight just to see what's happening. But nothing is there and after the light went through the window, the screaming of her father went down. Rena's father confessed that he saw a man with great red eyes trying to reach his neck. He was so strong and was also screaming to him to get out of the room. The guard then told us that no guests are allowed to enter that room because someone committed suicide there and was haunting whoever enters. Uh, so why didn't they know that to begin with? Um, that would be an excellent question. Please well, tell me that before I check I in. I the room. I should, if there's a room I shouldn't enter, tell me that. Because I'm really probably going to be the one that enters it. And I won't if you tell me not to. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I stand by and try to talk to my Elton to go in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, so, um, our plan, we were on our way to our destination wedding when our plane was struck by lightning. On the way to the wedding. That sounds fun. During their diversion, because I'm sure the plane had to come down or whatever, their, our passports were lost and we weren't allowed into the country to get married. At that point, I'd just say, don't get married. How I feel are like your that's passports a- lost? Your passports stay on your person. Well, I mean, it seems like that maybe that was their fault. Maybe it was inside the plane. They had to get off of it really quickly and their carry-on baggage is what it was in. They didn't get married, they used to say. I mean, but your plane got... <laughs> I mean, did they take that as a sign to... I don't think so. I don't know, but I wouldn't. They actually went home and got married, but that's crazy. Is today's plane lightning strike yesterday's train horn? Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Destination Wedding Pod. Uh, no? No. These aren't real actual horror stories. Um, thanks so much for listening to Destination Wedding Pod. Email us at hello at destinationweddingpod.com. Facebook us at Destination Wedding Pod on Facebook. Rate, review, subscribe, 
listen. Listen. Tell your friends. Unless you don't want to listen, and then just don't listen. Don't leave a Don't leave a review. review. Yes. Or maybe leave a five-star review as you leave. Yes. And tell us that's to do cr- better. I'm sure that's exactly what you should do. And just tell us to do better. <laughs> yeah. Tell us in your words. Leave the five-star review, and then inside the review, be like, you do guys better. should do this. Okay, yes. Bye. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Either she's adjusting her penis, 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 penis. penis.